Today we're going to talk about prayer. Wow, if there was ever a time where we needed to be praying, seeking God, seeking his face amidst the COVID-19 crisis that we're all experiencing, that time is now. The title of today's message is Prayer Lifestyle. Let me ask you, how important is prayer to you? How important is it? How many times do we just wait to pray until there's a big crisis, something major? Well, God wants us to pray as a lifestyle. Amen? Prayer is such a powerful resource. It's such a powerful resource we have from God, but so seldomly used. How is it possible that we have access to God? We have access to this powerful weapon called prayer. But how many times we don't even use it? How many times is God the last person we go to? If all else fails, then pray. When it should be the opposite, right? It should be the opposite. We should run to God first with our problems, with everything, everything in life. Do you understand it as Christians through prayer? We have access to God. Almighty God, the God that controls the universe and controls everything and holds everything in place. He wants a personal relationship with you and with me. And we could talk to him. We could speak to him. We could listen to him. But did you know that in order for, to have a relationship with God, a big part of it is prayer. It's prayer. It's communicating. It's talking to God. It's listening to God. Did you know that for any relationship to work, in order for any relationship to work, there has to be communication. There has to be a talking and listening back and forth from both parties. Why don't we do an experiment? Try not talking to your wife. If you're married, try not talking to your wife or your husband for the next week and see how that goes. Is that going to bring you closer or further apart? Guarantee you'll be further apart. If you talk a lot like me, your spouse will probably be happy. Be like, all right, we'll do it. Let's go for two weeks. Let's go for three weeks. But I guarantee you, after a week, after two weeks of not communicating, not talking to each other, not listening to each other, you're going to drift further and further apart. It's the same thing with God. When we receive Jesus, we have a personal relationship with him. God talks to us through the Bible, the word of God. We respond to God and talk to him through prayer, through prayer. And prayer is not just talking to God, it's listening to God. It's being still and knowing that he is God and he's in control. Listen, when we talk and communicate with each other, it's key to any relationship. It's vital. Communication is key. And it's the same thing with God. Did you know the number one reason why prayer should be a big part of our life, why we should pray about everything and walk through life, we need to pray our way through life? It brings us close to God. It draws us close to God. It builds intimacy between us and God. If I wanted to know how strong a person was spiritually, if you wanted to see how I was doing spiritually, all you'd have to do is look at my prayer life. That would give you a good glimpse of how I'm doing spiritually. Am I close to God? Am I far from God? It's been said, little prayer, little power in our life. 
A lot of prayer, a lot of power in our life, a lot of Holy Spirit power in our life. No prayer, no power. So let me ask you, are you running with no power? No power because you don't pray? You're not communicating with God the Father? You might say, well, what is prayer? What is prayer? Prayer is talking and listening to God. It's communicating with God our Father through his son, Jesus Christ. Prayer is the primary way that we talk to God. It's the primary way we communicate with him. As Christians, when we pray to God, we're praying to God the Father through Jesus the Son. We see that in John 14, 6, Jesus said, I am the way. I am the truth, and I'm the life. No man can come unto the Father but through me, period. You know what Jesus was saying? I'm the only way. I'm the only truth. I'm the only life. No man can come to the Father but through me. Listen, there's no other way to God the Father. There are, the only prayers that God listens to are those in Jesus' name. You know why? Only Jesus died on the cross. Nobody else died on a cross for you. I mean, it was Jesus. Jesus took your place and my place. And did you know what the phone number is in prayer to talk to Almighty God? It's Jesus. The only phone number that works to pray and talk to God our Father is Jesus. That's it. No other phone numbers work. No other name works. It's in the name of Jesus that we go to God our Father. So let me ask you. How important is prayer to you? How often do you pray? Do you only pray when something big happens, a big crisis, something major? Or is prayer a way of life for you? You just talk to God about everything, everything. Listen, if there was ever a time we needed to be prayer warriors, prayer needed to be a big part of our life, it's now as we face this crisis, this COVID-19 crisis. We're going to look at three keys when it comes to prayer, three key points. Number one, prayer is our lifeline. Prayer is our lifeline. Number two, pray about everything. Listen, don't wait to pray just about the big things. Pray about the small things, too. If you make good small choices, I guarantee you, you'll make good big choices. And number three, never stop praying. Never stop praying. Let's look at the first one. Prayer is our lifeline. We're in Luke chapter 5, verse 16. The Bible says, but Jesus often withdrew to lonely places and prayed. In the book of Colossians, chapter 4, verse 2, the Bible says, Devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful. Mark 1.35, in speaking of Jesus, says, Very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and went off to a solitary place where he prayed. You know what a lifeline is? A lifeline is a rope that's thrown to a person to rescue them if they're drowning in water. It could be, drawn, it could be thrown from shore or from a boat. And, you, and if you want to be saved, if you're drowning, you need to grab that lifeline. Amen? Did you know that prayer is God's lifeline to us? And he throws it to us. He offers it to us. 
So we don't have to face our problems alone. We don't have to go through life alone. Did you know that when we pray, we are depending on God? The moment we pray and we bring God into into the situation, we bring God into the equation. No longer it's me facing this problem, me facing that challenge. It's me and God. And actually God's going before me. He's going before you. We can do all things through Jesus Christ who gives us strength. When we pray, we're asking God. We're asking God to intervene on our behalf. It's the God factor. It's the Jesus factor. When we don't pray, it's the opposite. We're pretty much saying we could handle it ourselves. It's like saying, God, I have this one. I'll I'll take care of it. I'll call you when something bigger pops up. What? When God wants us to pray about everything, listen, we need God for the little things. We need God for the big things in life. We need God for everything. God has a way of shaking us up, of shaking up our prayer life. Did you know that? All he does, he could use a crisis. He's using this crisis right now to shake us up, to say, you need me. You need me. You see, when times are good, sometimes we forget about God. We take his blessings for granted. Isn't it nice to know that God never forgets about us? He never forgets about us. This beautiful thing of prayer, of talking to God, of speaking with God. You know that as as our bodies need oxygen to breathe, our spirit needs prayer. As oxygen is to our body... Prayer is to our spiritual life. Listen, as our bodies could not survive without oxygen, we could not survive spiritually without prayer. Do you pray with that desperation? Do you look at prayer like, this is my lifeline? I had a trial. I had a challenge this week at work. I had some projects that I was running into some issues, some challenges. And I couldn't figure it out. And I prayed specifically. I remember I prayed specifically on Tuesday. And I said, God, help me. God, provide a person. Bless me with favor, God. Provide a person that will communicate with me and explain a solution. And within that day, I got a phone call from a person I've been working with. And this problem got solved. I took a prayer walk during my break time afterwards, and I was praising God. I was giving God the praise. Listen, I prayed specifically, and God answered specifically. And I was like, wow. I asked specifically, God, send a person to help me to figure this out. I get a phone call that same day of a person that's helping me figure it out. And you might say, oh, that's just a coincidence. No, it's not. I prayed, and God answered, and he gets the glory. While I was walking, doing my, my prayer walk, I remember putting my hands up. I don't care if I look crazy. I was giving God the glory. I was giving God praise. Listen, when God answers your prayers, give him the glory. Give him the praise. Make a praise report. Listen, just like we could not survive without oxygen, our spirits, our spiritual life, we can't survive without prayer. We need God. Are you desperate for God? Are you desperate for God? Do you realize without God, Jesus said it himself, we could do nothing. We are nothing. Without Jesus, we're nothing. We're nothing. We're nothing. Jesus said it himself to the disciples. He said, hey, apart from me, 
you can do nothing. Nothing. Nothing big. Nothing small. Nothing. And in the Greek, the word nothing means nothing. Nada. Listen, prayer is our lifeline. Prayer was never meant to be part of our life. Prayer is our life. It is our life. Every day we need to depend on God. We need to seek God and cry out to him. We need to talk to him in the morning, talk to him throughout the day. And before we go to sleep at night, we need to talk to him. He should be the first person we talk to in the morning and the last person we speak to at night. And during the day, we have an ongoing conversation. You know, it's called prayer. Prayer is our lifeline. Listen, you want to see how important prayer is? Just look at the prayer life of Jesus Christ. Did you know that Jesus prayed about everything? He prayed about everything. Did you know that he prayed to communicate with God the Father for his relationship with the Father? To be united. They were close. And he prayed. He kept in commune with the Father. Jesus prayed alone. Jesus prayed in the crowds. Jesus prayed in silence. Jesus prayed out loud. Jesus prayed with others. There were times he would call the disciples and pray together with them. When Jesus started his earthly ministry, the Bible says in Matthew 4, 2, that he spent 40 days and 40 nights fasting and praying before he started his public ministry. And after praying and fasting for 40 days and 40 nights, he was tempted by Satan in the wilderness. And he overcame by the word of God. Jesus modeled prayer. He modeled a prayer lifestyle. Did you know one of the reasons why Jesus prayed so much is as an example for you and me. If Jesus prayed so much, being God, being perfect, being the Son of God, how much more do you and me need to pray? If Jesus prayed so much, he did it as an example for you and me. Just like when he got baptized. Jesus didn't need to get baptized. He was perfect without sin. Why did he get baptized? As an example for you and me, that after trusting in him, we should get baptized. Jesus prayed to communicate with God the Father. Luke 6, verses 12 through 13 says that Jesus spent a whole night praying before selecting who would be the 12 disciples. He prayed all night. And the next day, he chose the 12 disciples. Before going to the cross in the garden of Gethsemane, Jesus prayed three times. Even on the cross, when Jesus was dying for your sins and my sins, when he was dying for us, he even prayed while he was dying. You remember when he said, forgive them for they know not what they do. They don't know what they're doing. I'm dying for their sins. Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. Are you kidding me? Even when he was dying, Jesus was praying. He was communicating with God the Father. Listen, do you and I approach prayer that way? With that intensity? With that desperation? Like a lifeline. Do you, pray? Do you see prayer as a lifeline? Do you pray about anything and everything? If not, why not? Start today. Begin today to talk to God. After all, in Jesus, he is your father. He is your father. Mark, the book of Mark, 
chapter 1, verses 32 through 33, the Bible says, and speaking of Jesus, that evening after sunset, the people brought to Jesus all that were sick and demon-possessed. The whole town gathered at the door, and Jesus healed many who had various diseases. He also drove out demons, but he would not let the demons speak because they knew who he was. That's how powerful Jesus is. Let me ask you, if the whole town, the whole town had gathered at the house where Jesus was, how many people were there? If the whole town is there, even if it's a small town, was there 50 people, 60, 100? There were a lot of people there. And the Bible says that that night, that night, Jesus spent the night casting out demons, healing the sick, ministering to people. And the Bible says it was dark. It was nighttime when he started. Let me ask you, did he get any sleep at all? Did he sleep at all? But look at this, the next day, even though Jesus would have been physically tired, physically he would have been exhausted. After ministering and talking and casting out demons and healing people, the Bible says this in Mark 1, 35. Very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, he left the house, and he went off to a solitary place where he prayed. It was more important for Jesus to spend time with the Father than sleep. He didn't hit the snooze button. Even though physically he would have been exhausted. The Bible says while it was still dark, Jesus got up. So what time was it when he woke up? Was it 3 o'clock in the morning? 4? 5? The Bible doesn't say, but it does say it was early. Very early. But for Jesus, it was more important to spend time with the Father than to sleep. Do we, do we have that intensity of prayer? Do we view prayer as spending time with God the Father that important to us that we'll give up sleep to spend time alone with God? Do you understand what a privilege that is? The God of the universe that controls everything, that controls everything. The Bible says he knows even if a little bird falls to the ground. That God, that awesome God, he wants to spend time alone with you and me. Wow. We have a privilege of praying and, and spending time in the Word of God and spending time in intimacy with God, building our relationship with Him. The Bible says in Luke 5, 16, but Jesus often withdrew to lonely places and prayed. It was part of His life. It was his life. Prayer was a lifestyle for Jesus, an ongoing conversation with God the Father. Whenever Jesus could, He stepped away and He prayed. Listen, prayer, Jesus, prayer was not just part of his life. Prayer was his life. He was in constant communion with the Father. And let me ask you, if Jesus, it was more important for Jesus to talk to God about people. He spent more time talking to God the Father about people than talking to people about God. Think about that. And you know what? Because he prayed so much, Jesus was always on point. He was never early. He was never late. He was always right on time. Right on time. He was on point. Let me ask you, is prayer your lifeline?
Is prayer your lifeline? If prayer is not your lifeline, then what are you holding on to? What is your line? You're trying to figure out yourself? How's that going for you? So first point, prayer should be our lifeline. We could start today to just start talking to God about everything. And point number two, number two, pray about everything. Pray about everything. Keep it simple. The book of Philippians chapter 4 verses 6 and 7 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Listen, Jesus expected prayer to be a regular part of our life. Regular part of our life. In Matthew chapter 6, Jesus has the three when yous. Remember those? When yous. Jesus said, when you fast. That means that he expects all Christians to fast. Fasting to be part of our lives. And then Jesus says, when you give. Jesus expects us to be givers, to be cheerful givers. To be blessers, to bless people, help people. Then in verse 5, Matthew 6, 5, Jesus said, and when you pray, when you pray. Jesus expected prayer to be an automatic part of our life, a regular part of our life. When you pray, Jesus expected prayer to be our lifestyle. Is it? Is it your lifestyle? Is it mine? There are many good reasons we should pray And one great reason, besides it drawing us close to God, building intimacy with God, another great reason to pray is because prayer is the way that God uses to help us overcome worry, anxiety, and fear. I guarantee you, if you pray a lot, you're not going to worry a lot. If you you don't pray, you will worry more. You cannot pray a lot and worry a lot. It it doesn't work. It's opposite. The more you pray, the less you will worry. The less you pray, the more you're going to worry and be fearful and with anxiety. So if you're constantly stressed out, if you're constantly worried and, and living in fear and anxiety and stress and worry, you must not be praying a lot. You must not be depending on God a lot. Because the Bible says that when we pray, that when we not worry and when we pray, And we come to God with thanksgiving that God, that the peace of God, God ushers in the peace of God. It surpasses all understanding. It guards our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. Let me ask you, do you view prayer? Do you pray about everything? Listen, every day we will face a new challenge, a new trial, a new problem, a new temptations coming our way, a new spiritual attack. We need to be prayed up. We need to be communicating with God the Father. Prayer is God's way of helping us overcome anxiety, stress, and worry. Listen, life's full of troubles and problems. But God says we overcome them through prayer. Through prayer. Listen, when we pray, we bring God into the equation. When we don't pray, it's like leaving God out. It's like, I have this, God. No, we don't. We don't. We need God. We're desperate for God. Let me ask you, are you desperate for God? 
Are you desperate for God? Do you need God? Do you realize you need God for the big things? You need God for the little things? We need God for everything, everything. Philippians 4, 6 or 7, do not be anxious about anything. But in every situation, every situation, in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, is going to guard your heart. It's going to guard your mind in Christ Jesus. Listen, you know what Paul's saying? Worry about nothing. Pray about everything. Worry about nothing. Pray about everything. We do the opposite, right? We worry about everything and we pray about nothing, right? Have you made that mistake? I've made that mistake. Worry about nothing. Pray about everything. Pray about everything. The Apostle Paul says we got to flip it. We need to pray about everything in our life, every situation, every relationship, every job situation. Listen, when life hits you and, and comes at you, and the first person we should run to is God. It's God. We should run to God in prayer. Sadly, many times he's the last one we talk to. Why is that? He has our answer. He is the answer. Pray about everything. Pray about everything little. Pray about everything big. Present your request to God, and God will usher in his peace in your heart, in your mind, in Christ Jesus. Listen, when we pray about everything, it changes our perspective. We begin to see things from God's perspective, from God's point of view. We take a step back. And prayer makes us realize who God is. Listen, I don't care what you may be facing. God is bigger than whatever you're facing. In Jesus, you have the victory. He will help you. He will help you. In Ephesians 6.18, the Apostle Paul says, Pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert. Always keep on praying for God's people, for the Lord's people. He says, with all kinds of prayer, different types of prayer. Listen, there's times we pray in silence. Maybe you're facing a spiritual attack at work and you can't pray out loud. But you see the attack coming. And in your mind, you're praying. You could pray in your mind. You could pray in silence. You could pray out loud. You could pray at church. You could pray with others. You could pray at home, alone. There's some times in life where we need a night where you don't have time for a lot. You don't have time, a lot of time. Where you need a 911 prayer. You ever have a 911 prayer? And you know what it is? Help me, God. Help. Help. God, help me. Help me, God. I need you. I need you. Help me. That's a 911 prayer. And God is so good, he comes to our rescue. And he helps us because he loves us. Do you realize God loves you? He's crazy about you? Listen, anything that happens in a Christian's life must first be filtered through God's hands. If you're facing a trial, maybe a loss of a job, and you're a Christian, and, or your loss of a loved one that died because of COVID-19 or something else, you're a Christian. God is with you. He will help you. 
And if you're not a Christian, you can become one today. You could receive Jesus into your heart as your Savior, as your Lord. Listen, if there's one thing that Satan wants to disrupt is our prayer life. Did you know that? Did you know that Satan doesn't care if you and I read the Bible and don't apply it to our lives, we don't obey it? We could just become smarter sinners. But the moment we pray, the moment we get serious about becoming a prayer warrior, uh, having prayer as a lifestyle, we're a threat to the enemy. You ever notice when you're serious about praying, you start praying and your mind gets distracted and starts wandering off? Sometimes that's us, it's our flesh. Sometimes it's the enemy trying to distract us, trying to disrupt communication with God, our Father. But we just have to stay the course and pray in the Spirit. So pray about everything. Listen, I challenge you this week, just talk to God about everything. Everything. What's stressing you out? Listen, write down all the things that worry you. Cross out worry and put prayer and start praying over those things. Talk to God about everything. When you go to work, when you're at home, about your marriage, about your singleness, about your kids. Isn't it nice to know that we have a God that loves us so much that we don't have to carry this big load? We could put it on Jesus' shoulders. So begin to pray about everything. And our final point, point number three, never stop praying. Listen, never stop praying. Never give up. Look at what 1 Thessalonians 5.17 says. Pray without ceasing. Matthew 7.7 7 says, Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be open to you. Listen, never, never, never stop praying. Never give up. Listen, quitters never win. And winners, they never quit. Quitters, they never win. But winners, they never quit. They never quit. And in Jesus, we never stop praying. Don't stop praying. Don't give up. You keep praying. Listen, don't go by what you see on the outside. Don't go by your outer circumstances. I know right now you look at COVID-19 and you turn on the news and you hear bad news. You hear nothing but bad news. But when you open the Bible, the Bible is good news. The good news of Jesus Christ. And I know that through human eyes, when we look at this world and we see what we're going through right now, it seems like chaos. But when we pray, listen, the worse things get on the outside, the more we should pray on the inside. The worse things get, maybe in your personal life, the more you should be praying and seeking God and running to God. Don't give up praying. Never stop praying. Listen, the worse things get, the more we should pray, the more we should seek God, the more we should worship God in the midst of the storm. Listen, it's easy to praise God when everything's good. Can you praise God in the storm? Can you worship God in the storm? Now you have something. It's called faith. It's called walking by faith, not by sight. The Apostle Paul said in 1 Thessalonians 5:17, pray without ceasing. Don't stop praying. Don't give up. Don't stop. Keep praying. How long? You might say, how long do I pray over something? Until you get an answer. Until God answers in his time. 
And so you get a breakthrough. And so God breaks through that thing in his time, not our time. He is God. We are not. Let me ask you, how many times do we stop short in praying? How many mistakes have we made when we've given up praying? Maybe you prayed for something for a time period. And because God didn't answer in your time period or my time period, we stopped. We stopped praying. I was reading a story in the Bible, true story. Daniel, remember Daniel in the Old Testament? Daniel from Daniel in the lion's den. There was an occasion, the Bible says, in Daniel chapter 10, verse 13, where he had been praying for three weeks. Three weeks he had been praying. And the answer didn't come right away. And it took three weeks for God's angels to break through. To bring the answer to his prayer. And Daniel 10, 13 says, The commander of the Persian kingdom, that's a demon, opposed me for 21 days. But then Michael, one of the chief commanders, came to help me because I was left alone with the kings of Persia. Listen, this is giving us a glimpse of the spiritual world, the spiritual warfare. Here Daniel's praying. He's asking God to answer his prayer. And God had dispatched an angel. Did you know that angels have rank? That there's some that are stronger than others? Did you know that some are commanders and they're stronger than others? The same thing in a demonic realm. Satan also has rank with the demons. And there's some demons that are stronger than others. And when this angel was dispatched by God, he encountered a powerful demon called the the commander of the Persian kingdom. And then God had to dispatch a chief angel, an archangel, Michael. The Bible says, but then Michael, one of the chief commanders, one of the chief commanders of the angelic army in heaven, was dispatched by God. And it was Michael that broke through with the answer to the prayer. You see, he was more powerful than the demon that was blocking the prayer. Let me ask you, how many times have you and I prayed? And we have no idea the spiritual battles that are taking place in the invisible realm, in the spiritual realm. We have no idea how long it's going to take for that answer to come. What would have happened if Daniel would have stopped after praying one week and given up and said, that's it. God hasn't answered my prayer. I'm not going to pray no more. Or what if he would have stopped after two weeks? It took three weeks for the answer to come. Three weeks. Let me ask you, how many times have you and I stopped short? We stopped too quick praying over something. And maybe we got mad or frustrated because God did not answer our prayer on our timeline. Listen, he is God, we are not. God will not answer your prayer and my prayer on our timetable. He will answer it on his timetable and his will. And God only blesses his will in Jesus' name. Listen, never give up praying. Don't stop praying. You pray how long? Until God gives you a breakthrough, until he gives you an answer, until he shows you what his will is for that situation. Don't give up. Don't stop. Don't quit. And don't do it in your strength. Don't do it in your strength. Do it through the Holy Spirit. Do it through Jesus Christ. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. 
This final example Jesus showed about the attitude we should have when we pray. In Matthew 7, 7, Jesus said, when in regards to prayer, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened. On your time? No. God's time. In God's timing, God will open a door. God will answer your prayer and my prayers according to his will. Listen, you know what Jesus was saying? Listen, when you pray, when you ask God, never stop praying, never stop seeking, never stop asking, never stop knocking. Every day, God, I'm praying. I'm lifting this back up to you, God. God, I'm praying to you. Help me with this. Help me find a job, God. Help me with this situation. And you keep bringing that thing to God. You keep praying until when? You get a breakthrough from God. And then in his time, when you keep knocking on that door, the doors of heaven, and God's time, he will open a door for his will in your life and my life. So let me ask you, will you make prayer a lifestyle, a lifestyle in your life and my life? You know, the Christian life, it starts off with a prayer. Did you know that? It starts off with a prayer. The moment we start our relationship with God, it's a prayer. It's hearing the gospel that Jesus died for us on the cross because of our sins. Believing what the Bible says, that we're all sinners and we need a Savior. And only Jesus can save us. And putting all our trust, all our faith in him. Let me ask you, if you've never done that or you're not sure and you want to have a relationship with God, you want Jesus to come into your life. Will you pray with me right now? Will you close your eyes and make the most important prayer of your life? It's the prayer of inviting Jesus into your life. The prayer of being forgiven for your sins and starting off a new life, a new relationship with Almighty God. Will you close your eyes now and just pray with me? Just repeat this prayer. And this is between you and God from the heart. Just speak from the heart. Just say, God. I'm a sinner, and I believe Jesus died for me. And I give you my heart, God. I, I give you my life. Jesus, come into my heart. Be my Savior. Be my Lord. Be my God. And I'll follow you, God, all the days of my life. And if I fall down, Jesus, I'll get back up. I'll look to you to help me up. God, my life is a mess, but I'm your mess, God. I give you my life, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, will you reach out to us and say, hey, I pray with Pastor Henry. We'd like to send you some materials and connect with you. And we want to help you grow in your new relationship with God. If you receive Jesus, welcome to the family. God bless you and have a great week. We'll see you next week. God bless you.